Hello, this is Scotty Reed with a Black Talk Radio News Report. Coming to you out of North Carolina, we have a very sad story about an African-American newspaper publisher uh, dying over the weekend. Kenneth Edmonds was the publisher of the Carolina Times, and he passed away over the weekend. I don't know if it was related to COVID-19 or if he had other health issues going on, but he was 66 years old. Now, he inherited the Carolina Times, which was purchased by one of his ancestors who used to be a sports writer. So, you know, I think it is important um, that we mark the passing and the legacy of those in our communities who do important work. And there's no more important work, in my opinion, um, than someone who is reporting news, especially when it comes to a black person uh, behind the enemy lines of USA Inc. And they're giving you news and information and commentary other than what you get from the corporate news media. Now, the Carolina Times may be going out of business uh, with the passing of Edmonds because his son just doesn't seem all that interested in continuing the family legacy, which straight stretches all the way back to the early 19th century uh, with this paper. You know, his son is quoted as saying that, hey, that was his baby. He put everything into it. And, you know, I'm paraphrasing what he said, but basically said that it's going to die with him. And that's just a shame. That's just a shame. Now, I, I, I know that everybody don't have the same interests and they don't have the same skills. And maybe that, that person just feels like, hey, this isn't something that they want to do. So I, I can respect that. But at the same time, I just think it's very, very sad. And I hope that someone else in the family or someone in the community uh, steps up and purchases this paper so it can continue uh, publishing. I think it has a circulation of about 6,000. It's, it's not online. So this is a traditional newspaper. And unfortunately, um, you know, uh, because of technology and, and digital um, online capabilities, a lot of newspapers, printed newspapers, are going out of business because technology is just simply putting them out of business. And many uh, have not ad adapted, um, even though it, it really doesn't take a whole lot to move a newspaper online. It just really, do really doesn't, you know, because that is one of my expertise as the founder of the Black Talk Media Project. Now, let's, let's go further back to the founding um, of the paper which was founded by one Lewis Austin. Um, and so let me just read a little bit about Lewis Austin, who, who founded this paper. Uh, back, well, he didn't find, found it. He purchased it from his previous employer, and he changed the name, okay, um, to the Carolina Times in 1927. And he transformed the paper into an institution that aided African-Americans in their fight for freedom and equality in the United States. Now, according to this article, he used a new approach to civil rights issue in Durham, incorporating lower and middle-class blacks, unlike the moderate accommodationist approach of the black elite 
in Durham during this time. Austin's unusual strategy of advocating for the majority of blacks to have a voice in society succeeded in galvanizing a broader segment of the African-American community in Durham to act for social change. Austin's approach to black activism helped lay the groundwork for the modern civil rights movement in Durham in the late 1950s and 60s, which also encouraged lower income blacks to become politically active. His strategies, which were once considered too radical by his peers, allowed Austin to maintain his influence in Durham well into the 1950s and 60s. In doing so, Austin created a lasting impact for Durham. So again, sadly, his legacy may die with one of his descendants uh, with the passage of uh, Mr. Uh, Kenneth Edmund. And that's just really, really, really sad. I hope that people in Durham understand the importance of the power of media. I hope they understand the power of media. I mean, it was because I... I watched a video of Malcolm X talking about the power of media, how he talked about how the media can make the innocent look guilty and the guilty look innocent, uh, how it controls the minds of the masses, whether we're talking about newspapers, whether we're talking about uh, new forms of new media. Media does have a lot of power that a lot of people don't recognize, even though they probably more times than not act the way they act because of media influences or believe the things that they believe because of media influences. So it, it is just really, really, really sad um, that we're losing um, so many black historic publications, some due to economic and market forces, some due to technology. But, you know, one of the things I envisioned when I created the Black Talk Media Project back in 2008 was to encourage and help people in their local communities to create online publications, whether we're talking digital radio stations, whether we're talking uh, digital newspapers online. I really do see there being an opportunity um, to get in on the ground floor of such businesses. I mean, you can run it as a for-profit business or you can run it as a non-profit business as I have cho chosen to do. You could create a workers co-op and, you know, get people with different skills like you need photographers, you need writers, you need editors, and you know, everybody brings something to the table, excuse me, Bring everybody brings something to the table and create a worker on such publication. All right, so, it, it, you know, salute to Mr. Austin um, for creating the Carolina Times and becoming such a force in North Carolina advocating for African Americans. And I was particularly, you know, moved by the fact that he did not want to be considered in those elite circles. See, a lot of times we hear about, and I'm speaking to the black community specifically now, like Jim Crow segregation was some golden era for the majority of black people. And as some people have said, oh, we had everything we needed. Well, that's a doggone lie. That's just a doggone lie. The vast majority or of black men specifically, but black women as well, and black children, their number one occupation was sharecropping. Okay, still picking out in the fields, still picking cotton, still growing fruits and vegetables for somebody else on, on their land. 
And that was the number one occupation. All right. It is not like descendants of slave of, of enslaved people um, were given 40 acres in a mule. All right. So there was a, a small group of black people who were able to succeed economically and they became the black elite. And unfortunately, some of them um, forgot where they came from or where their parents came from. And they look down on, on other black people who didn't make as much money as they do, you know, and this still goes on to this day. The black community is not a monolith by any means. Okay. And we have a lot of blacks who consider themselves elite, who are somewhat attached to the democratic party. When we're talking politics, cause politics controls economics and everything, every other people activity, and they do everything they can to snuggle up against the powers that be and, and want power for themselves and not necessarily because they want to bring about a more just society, but what they want to bring about is bigger bank accounts for themselves. So we don't have a lot of Lewis Austins running around today. All right. We don't have a lot of activists who are also publishers and in publishing something local to their community so that the people can be best informed. So again, I, I just want to um, give my condolences to the Edmonds family with Kenneth Edmond, the last, possibly the last publisher of the Carolina Times passing away last weekend at the age of 66 and um, a, a historic salute to his ancestor who started the Carolina Times and that is one Lewis Austin. Listen, if we want just media and we want media to depict African-Americans in a proper way and give us um, accurate information. A lot of times we have to be the media that we want to see. We can't look for black faces on corporate television and expect that those people are on there representing our issues. Yeah, they deal a lot in identity politics and symbolism, but when they come to pushing for policies that's gonna benefit the African-American community, they are surely uh, lacking in that regard. All right, so if, if we are gonna be the media that we wanna see, it's gonna take a financial investment. And it doesn't cost as much as what one might think, but it does cost money. So with that said, um, as I stated, we are a nonprofit, the Black Talk Media Project, based in North Carolina as well, in Gaston County. And you can help us with our media operations by making a tax-deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project online, or you can send a check or money order. Look for the information in the description. With that said, again, sad story coming out of North Carolina. Um, it's always sad when someone passes away, but this is extra sad because now the publication, this historic black publication may die as well. This has been Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News Report. Peace and blessings to all. Y'all stay safe out here. Follow the guidelines for staying safe during this COVID-19 pandemic. Peace. <laughs>